It's the Top 5 Things Podcast here on NachoRadio.com and DaveAndDarren.com. And look back at the top five things that happened on our morning show uh, that you can hear on Planet 93.9. Isn't that some? Yeah. How do we make that happen? You know, a lot happened this year that I haven't cared for. Uh, I'm calling them unprecedented times. Uh-huh. But the fact that we're back on the on the air. I'd kind of call that a highlight. Yeah. I mean, uh, is that for the me list? personally, that's probably that end of list. <laughs> and and so if we there, do there's our. There's no need for a countdown. When we do our look back at 2020, things that we liked, uh-huh. we've just given you the entirety of the list. The fact that we somehow got back on the air. Oh, I'd actually be able to find a few more things, but uh, that would certainly me. that would certainly be on it. The podcast is brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg. The Milan store offers both medicinal and recreational. Galesburg is recreational only, and the recreational waiting lists are available. You can reserve your time at the website. That's ntillinois.com. All right. Uh... What do you want to do it in order today, or any way you want? Number one. 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 Number one. I had no idea until I took a look on social media how many of my friends are Dodger fans. Oh, yeah? I knew there were a handful of them that were Dodger fans. Why are they? That I don't understand. Maybe because when we were all coming of age in, like, 81 when they had that great team, and then uh, 88, maybe, maybe it's a matter of, you know, the 80s were good to the Dodgers, and a lot of people jumped on board. I don't know. I don't know why I have as many Dodger fans as I do, but I imagine if you take a look, you'll see on your social media a lot of your friends are celebrating this uh, Dodger victory. So, congratulations. I mean, that's great. Kind of a World Series victory. Kind well, of. Yeah, okay, you're already doing that, are you? Kind of. That it's, it's, it's tainted? Kind of. And this Justin Turner for the Dodgers was pulled from the game in the seventh inning because he had a positive COVID test. And he must have just gotten the information, said you got to get off the out of the field. Uh-huh. But then he's on the field without a mask on, celebrating when they get the World Series. And there's all these pictures of him hugging his teammates and smooching his wife. And I don't know uh, how that's going to end. Well, when you're celebrating, it doesn't really count. No, I, I, I don't think that's how COVID-19 worked. I don't think the virus... Like, respect celebrations. It's, it's like if someone <laughs> buys you lunch, those calories don't count. I don't, I don't think that's I think true. It's the same thing, isn't no, it? I, I don't, no, I don't think that's how that works. Okay. Wake me up when September comes. There was a story here in Scotland of a, a football game over there. That's what they call soccer, right? Scottish football. Yeah. And it was a, it was a championship game, and... It's in the news because here's the thing. The broadcast of the game, their cameraman doesn't exist. They have robot cameras, and the cameras have artificial intelligence. So they do move. They're not stationary. Right. It's programmed to follow the ball. Follow the ball. So, I mean, I guess that makes sense if you're watching soccer. As long as the camera's following where the ball is, then you're in business. But the problem was... That's not really, though. If you know a lot about soccer, that's not really where the action is. That's true. You know. That's true. You have to, you have to kind of see how, where things are getting set up. That's true, Darren. That's a good point. But this team, Inverness, in Scotland, does not employ a cameraman because the camera is programmed to follow the ball throughout the match. But the machine got tricked because one of the linesmen officiating the game was ball. The short and round? 
Oh no, it's he's bald. He's bald. So the camera, while all the action was taking place, the camera was just following this bald linesman around. Well, that had to be great for uh, his mother. The <laughs> Finally, my, my son, the linesman's my, getting all the camera my attention. My boy! Yeah, the artificially intelligent camera could not tell the difference between the ball and the bald head of a linesman. And the commentator in charge of the game had to keep apologizing because the camera was mistaking the ball for the bald head on the sidelines. We have no one here to uh, to fix this. So he's essentially then forced to do radio on television because they're not seeing any of the action. They're just watching this bald linesman walk around. <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'll I'll let you know what's going on with the with the soccer ball. Our, our camera is programmed to follow the ball, and instead it's just following this bald guy walking around. And that's just a Scottish league? Is that what that is? Yeah, this was in Scotland. Uh, Inverness Caledonia Th- Thistles. The Thistles. It was the Scottish championship game against our United. So that's a big... It's the championship game. It's the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. Imagine Scottish if the, soccer. Imagine if the Super Bowl happened. And the cameras are just following, you know, some, some bald guy on the sidelines. Yeah, well, you might might want to. How about programming it to follow like a bald head that has black spots on it, like white and black spots, like a. Although I guess soccer balls don't look like that in, in the pro. It's all white. They're all white. No, balls. that's that's yeah, that's. I'm thinking of like an emoji of a soccer ball. Soccer balls don't actually look like that anymore. That's a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, well, they got to figure something out because you can't have a championship game and you're just watching some bald dude walk around on the sidelines. Two. 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 You know that there's few things that give me uh, as much joy. As watching uncomfortable situations that you're not a part of? Uncomfortable situations, Darren, that don't involve me are my all-time favorite. It's just the best. And here is some completely unnecessary drama that is... uh, This is courtesy of a Facebook group that's all about crockpots. These are people... It's that time of year, although maybe there's never a, a, a bad time of year to use a crockpot... But there's a lot of that now where you just kind of... Got spaghetti sauce in the crock pot right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Spaghetti sauce. Well, I just wanted to... I, I, I was going to make a batch mm. and then... Because I knew I was going to... I'll eat it over a course of a few days. So then that way I can just kind of warm it up. Just the spaghetti sauce or you make the noodles too? Oh, no. I The noodles are made to order. Made to order? Yes. What goes on in your life? No, then that way you've got fresh noodles. Okay. And then and then I'll just go get the sauce. Wow. I'll be making spaghetti myself tonight, and yeah. uh, I'll be using a ragu. Mm. So I take a little shortcut. The big ragu. You make your own? Oh, no, I'm not saying I made my own. Oh. But it's just, it's, it, it's, in, it's in a very tiny little crock pot. Wait a minute. Now that I think about it, I think we're a prego family at my house. Now that I think about it. I think, yeah, I think we are a prego family. I think I brought home ragu one time and was way. read the riot act. Either way. So this is a crock pot Facebook group where they all share crock pot. That makes sense. Recipes, I imagine. But someone's upset. Yeah, this is from uh, the admin. 
a post from the admin on the Facebook group for oh, people who enjoy crockpots. The, the person who started it all. Well, yeah, they were in charge. Yeah. Uh, I will uh, I will read the, the post from the admin on the crockpot group. Quote, It has come to my attention that some of you feel as though you are crockpot masters and are elevated beyond helping new crock stars. If this is you... Congratulations. You're blocked. You do not need to be a part of this group. And you may find the exit at the top of the group page with the three little dots. Click on those and hit leave group. In this absolutely twisted, rude, mean, and uncaring world we live in, the one thing we can all agree on is good food. The one place we should feel free to ask new questions and try new things is in a group about food. Someone joins this group and expects help because they are new to crockpotting or they have never tried certain foods before. I expect you to help or keep scrolling. If you feel the need to be rude or condescending, please go to your mother's house and say whatever you are going to type. And if she whoops your ass, you probably shouldn't type it. I am done with the people who tell someone to get a new husband because they're picky eaters. I am done with the people who make rude comments about foods people eat that others don't. And I am done with the jokes, in quotation marks, I am done with the jokes about people throwing something away because it looks gross to you. 95% of you are amazing, kind-hearted, and beautiful people who I love and would love to have sitting at my dinner table. But the other 5% of you, grow the hell up, or get the hell out. This is a crock. <laughs> what goes on? Who's being mean in the well, crockpot group? People apparently are being shamed with some of the stuff that they cook. Some of the stuff they come up with. Oh, oh, oh. I wouldn't feed that to a pig. <laughs> well, there is that where, and it's it's. Listen, we deal with it. Everyone deals with it. Like, there are people that feel the need to comment. If your husband's a picky eater, you should leave him. <laughs> Find a real man. Is that going on? Apparently, that's what's going on. That's what's going on. Yeah. So, this admin has had enough what you of made the shade th- being thrown at the crockpot group. What you made in that crockpot <laughs> is an abomination. This goes against everything that we as crock stars are are for. We are here to support one another. And that's a Facebook page? Yeah, it's a Facebook page for people that enjoy crockpots. And the admin has just had enough. I might have to join that with my burner account. Like, uh, here's one. Made a beef stew last night. It was yummy. But it felt like it needed a little extra something. What else could I put in? Like a sauce or herbs? I don't think I'd like to add Worcester sauce, for example, because it might make it too sweet for my liking. I was about to make a lasagna in my slow cooker, and the lid fell and smashed. Anyone have advice on what I can try instead? A new crock pot. How about that? Or a new lid? I'm just going to raise my hand and say, how about a new lid? (laughs) Well, you're going to get banned talking like that. Are you saying I'm banned? <laughs> the admin describes sh- herself. This is the uh, Facebook group, by the way, if you, if you want to join. It's called Crockpot Heaven. 
and the admin calls herself Mean Mom Admin. Tired of seeing all the negativity on what's supposed to be a warm, positive community of croc stars brought together by their shared love of stewing large batches of meat and vegetables in a pot for several hours. What have you guys done with your instant pot lately? Anything? I keep doing wings. Anything fun? Um, I'm going to be doing some chicken breasts later on this week in it. Um, we haven't really strayed too far from the first couple of recipes. Because here's the thing with the Instant Pot. It's really cool and it's really fun. Mm-hmm. I still am convinced that I'm going to somehow find a way to blow up the neighborhood. Yeah. Or at least the kitchen. Yeah. And I don't need I don't need that. But the wings were fantastic. I've gone through an entire uh, bag of the frozen wings. And I got to tell you, I feel like I can dial that in, make them a little bit better. They've, I've been making them too saucy. I have to do less is more with the sauce. You know? Well, maybe you could just have the sauce on a side. Mm, so, like, you would dip you could dip, dip it yourself? You dip it yourself if you wanted to. Do people do that? You could. That seems that seems like you're not really putting the effort in that you need to put in. No, you're just kind of personalizing it a bit. Well, it's like saying, I got 90% done with these wings. Eat them. I feel like if you're not willing to put the sauce on, well, well, I'm, what are I'm we doing I'm not saying here? you have to serve them to other people. I'm just talking about you. No, but I want to make them so that they look perfect so that I can bring them to when parties start happening again. I could bring, if I'm the guy who brings a plate of killer wings that I made in the Instant Pot. What do you think? How is that going to change your life? I think people might treat me with some respect. Like I could be known as like, oh, Dave's here. I hope he's bringing wings. Oh, he brought wings. Good. Like I would like that. I would like to be known as a guy who's really good at chicken wings. What? Don't crush my dream. I think you got time to practice. I do. I do. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't feel like I have to get it done immediately. But what I'm telling you or is... Or you could bring the sauces on the side. No, I'm that, that, that's, that's too much of a mess. That's presumptuous that, that if you go to a party, they're going to have room for all of These your sauces. These are my universal wings. They're fantastic. Now, have fun. Dress them up as you like. I no, I don't think anyone would care for that. I think people would think, I think it I, wouldn't have killed you to sauce the wings. You, you're you, making, think they, you think they're going to start? They're going to talk behind your back? Maybe. I mean, it's possible. You know what? It is possible. Look at all the room he's taking up. This isn't even his home. I can't believe him and his him and his six, damn naked wings. The audacity! I gotta I gotta do the sauce. The audacity of six different sauces. See, but I would rather bring six different it's types always, of wings. It's always all about him, isn't it? Well, most things are. Number three. 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 Darren, uh, people are, are getting nostalgic, and I don't know if it's just because we're always subject to nostalgia. I don't know if it's the time of year. I don't know if it's what we're going through. But I am seeing a lot of people conversing online about the food that they had in their cafeteria at school. Uh-huh. And there is a longing to replicate the food that you had when you were a kid in school. Okay. Which seems weird, right? Was it still homemade when you were in school? Homemade. Well, I mean, you had actual cooks making stuff. <laughs> See, as like, opposed to something just being warmed up. Yeah. I, yeah, there were... Yeah. In junior high and in high school, there were lunch ladies, for sure. No, I understand, but were they just warming stuff up? I never went back and checked. I don't know. Yeah, because I know that when we were like in middle school, it mm-hmm. was actually homemade food. But by the time you really kind of got to 
high school. Yeah. It was a little more industrialized. I have a just... feeling it was more industrialized, yeah. So I don't know why you would necessarily have a nostalgia for that. What everyone seems to be longing for is, in particular, and this seems like something that would be like right in your wheelhouse, the rectangle pizza from the school cafeteria. People are trying to replicate that at home. I don't know if there's like a comfort in going back. That was horrendous pizza. Yeah. There are in, high, uh, in high school it was, but it was homemade when we were in middle school and it was good. So you middle school pizza was good. Yes. High school pizza was garbage. Well, yeah. Do you remember, I mean, there's a certain point of view where, okay, I'm, more days than not in junior high and in high school, I would have brought my own lunch. Oh, what'd you bring? Usually just, you know, PB&J or something. Tuna fish sandwich? I think, come on, Darren. <laughs> I'm trying to have a conversation with you, and it feels like you're not taking anything seriously. Grow up. Tuna fish sandwich. No. People have them. There was a kid in my high school that every day had a fluff sandwich, which is just marshmallow on bread, and it was like, what? What What are you doing? Now, we had snacks. We had snacks in kindergarten. Yeah. I remember this far back. Mm Mm-hmm. We had snacks in kindergarten, although one kid was allowed to bring his own. It was Our snacks aren't good enough for you? Well, I don't know if he was trying. He had some sort of allergy? I think they were go- I think they were running the allergy route mm-hmm. or they had <laughs> You're saying running the route like it's a scam. Well, I think it might have been. Really? Because this is what he brought to school. This is what his snack was. Goat milk and a chocolate bar. Oh, wow. That's wait a minute. You can't. You're trying to tell me you can't drink cow's milk. You got to drink goat's milk. Okay, but what's with the candy bar? That does seem. <laughs> I think we're being. I think we're being used here. See, I remember that the snack in kindergarten was the cookies that are shaped like windmills, mm. and you got one of them, uh-huh. and that was like the greatest. It's like this. Wait, free cookies with the almonds? Shaved yeah, al- shaved almonds. Yeah, I want to say that was that's it. Mm-hmm. Can you get those at the store? Yeah, the windmill cookies. You still find that. Uh, how about the Fiestada, which is a uh, a stop sign shaped Mexican pizza? Did they have that at your high school or junior high? No, uh-uh. a lot of people mentioning that that was a particular favorite. Or pancake and sausage on a stick. I think that was something that wasn't really invented until after we were done with school. Mm-hmm. But rectangle pizza from your school cafeteria, if you look online, you will see hundreds of recipes. People trying to dial it in so that they can replicate that that recipe. If you could bring back something from your cafeteria, one item, what would it be? Well, they've, they've kind of already had it. It would be the uh, tritator, but they've already got it at Arby's. They're, they call it potato cakes. What? Why? What, a tritator? Because it was like in the shape of a triangle, like that. Okay. You've seen the you've seen the Arby's potato cakes. Okay, sure. Yeah. But your cafeteria called them tritators. That's what it was on the. Yeah, that was that was on the menu. It was a tritator. Uh huh. As opposed to a triangle, it's tritator. a tritator. Do you think that was like a name brand, or was that the lunch ladies having a little fun? I don't know. Oh, that's fantastic. I don't think they were making. I don't believe they were making the tritators. 
But you would look to see at the menu, and then there would be days where you'd be like, oh, man, I brought lunch, but if it's rectangle pizza day. I never brought lunch. You never did? No. Always ate at school, whatever no, they prepared for I you. I had a lunchbox. I had a lunchbox to start school, and yeah. I never used it. Really? No. Maybe this is where your love of terrible food is from. Maybe could, that's the genesis of it. It could be. See, yeah, my kid won't bring a lunch to school. He refuses. Well, there you go. Yeah. He's in lockstep with me. It's like, whatever you're having, yeah. I'll figure it out. Right. I'll, I'll be okay with it. Right. But it's it's interesting because... I'm not a picky home, eater. Well, at home, he's got, he's got some demands. And yet he'll eat whatever they make at the school. So that seems weird. Different environment, though, isn't it? A lot of folks chiming in saying what they miss the most about their cafeteria growing up, their junior high or high school cafeteria, or even, uh, you know... Even elementary school, if you went to elementary school that had I lunch. have confirmation here yeah. with my buddy Roscoe yeah. about uh, <laughs> the goat milk and the chocolate bar. So you're, and that's going back to kindergarten. Yes. Wow. I've well, I've I've known Roscoe for it's well, it's fifty years this year. Did you kids just like roll your eyes every time he had this? Well, it's just to own? me. It just didn't. Uh, it's. The chocolate bar didn't add up. If you want to tell me that I've got an allergy to cow's milk, that's but I'm gonna, why. But I'm going to eat this milk chocolate. But I'm going to eat this milk chocolate candy right. bar I can, that I'm pretty sure wasn't made of goat's milk. No, I, I, I can only digest cow milk if it's in <laughs> it, solid form, <laughs> right? With, <laughs> with a bunch of cocoa on top of it. Yeah, no, Roscoe's, Roscoe's trying to tell me who the person was. I know who the person was. I'm just not going to reveal the name. No. 50 years but later. But this was a boy, not a girl. Yes. Okay. I mean, that was clear from your description. Yeah. Don't don't name names. I'm not going to name names. Do we know if this person grew up to be some sort of weirdo? No, I don't know that. Did they leave, or are they still in town? I have, I have no idea. Can't believe you don't keep in touch. <laughs> no, we're not in touch. 50 years later. 50 years on. Isn't it time to open the time capsule? <laughs> <laughs> no, you did do a time capsule. We right? did a time capsule that I think I think was just a cardboard box, so it probably hasn't stood the test of time. Hmm. Uh, a lot of folks chiming in saying what they really miss is the Salisbury steak at yeah. the cafeteria. Yeah. What exactly is Salisbury steak? Well, it's just it just would just it just has. Kind of essentially gravy a, on it, right? It's essentially a meatloaf that's covered in gravy. Uh, we had vending machines because the cafeteria wasn't completed. The microwave hadn't been invented yet. I'm pretty sure the hamburgers were veggie burgers because they were green. Oh, <laughs> well, if you're eating, <laughs> tell yourself I, what you want. Here's the thing. If, here's the <laughs> thing. Veggie burgers aren't green. No. <laughs> And they never have been. No, they never have been. And if you're living in a time before the microwave oven's been invented, guess what? It wasn't a veggie burger. That school district got a deal on some meat. And we got to move now. I guess I didn't have a favorite. No, you shouldn't if you're eating green hamburger sandwiches. Uh, chicken casserole and blonde brownies. A lot of people chiming in with the uh, the rectangle pizza. And apparently, I think this was something that was on the menu just after I got done with school. Uh, breadsticks with cheese, like, inside of them. Yeah, we didn't have that. No, no. Braised beef on mashed potatoes. 
chili con carne. We uh, did have that. We did have ground beef uh, gravy over mashed potatoes. Here's someone who says, I ate ice cream sandwiches all throughout high school. As, as a treat? Or was that what you brought? <laughs> Every day for lunch. How do you keep that? I keep that in your lunchbox. I don't know. I'm going to have an ice cream sandwich for lunch. It says sandwich. <laughs> it is melted. Every day it was melted. Rectangular sausage pizza. Uh, chicken patties. Turkey Manhattan. What's Turkey Manhattan? I don't know. Is that like chicken a la king? Uh, and, and chicken a la king means chicken in, a in the style that the kings would yeah, enjoy. The king would approve of. <laughs> Turkey Manhattan. I must find out what this is because that sounds like something you would make. Turkey Manhattan is a roasted turkey. Uh-huh. Oh, it just looks like a turkey. Looks like a turkey loaf almost. Yeah, turkey. Uh, it's just. It's that just might a... be very popular this Thanksgiving. Yeah. Why do they call it Turkey Manhattan though? Uh, turkey. Yeah. This. It's just sliced turkey is all that is. Yeah. That could be. That could be what we have. Uh, turkey Manhattan. What do we call it? Uh, turkey uh, Turkey That's, Manhattan. That sounds like something you, you could just call everything something Manhattan. I don't understand why it's... I'm going to have the sandwich Manhattan. I'm going to have a Manhattan while I make this sandwich. Four. 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 In Canada, a class action lawsuit launched against Canada Dry Ginger Ale. Hmm. Because he says he was misled into believing that Canada Dry Ginger Ale had medicinal properties. Now, to be clear, they never said it had medicinal properties. No. But he thought that was the case. I think some people in other circles might, mm-hmm. might, let, you th- might let you think that ginger would have some sort of medicinal properties. And that's the rub. Ginger, popularly used as an herbal remedy for everything from nausea to menstrual cramps. Uh-huh. The lawsuit alleges there's no chance of seeing any benefits from ginger when you drink Canada Dry, even though it says in the can, made from real ginger. Because they buy actual ginger, but according to one of the lawyers for this suit, what they do is they boil the ginger in ethanol, and that destroys any nutritional or medicinal benefits from the ginger. Just leaving a taste. Yeah, the ginger is turned into a concentrate, which is then sparsely distributed into the beverage. One drop of ginger fills 70 cans of Canada Dry Ginger Ale. Huh. But now they've got that new bold ginger ale. Have you tried that yet? I've never tried ginger ale ginger ale. You haven't? No. You never got ginger ale when you were a kid, when you were sick? Seven up. Seven up. Seven up is what we did in my house for for when you're sick. To the point now that, like... I had some Seven Up the other day. Yeah, because I bought some because someone in my house was having some uh, discomfort. Yeah. I went and got some Seven Up, but I got a twelver of it. Yeah, and it's like, well, I got a Seven Up, might as well drink it. Sure. And uh, it's it's weird to drink Seven Up when you're not sick. <laughs> it's a weird feeling. Would you drink a ginger ale? I have a I have a bunch of Canada Dry that's in the bottom drawer of my beer fridge, and it's probably three years old. But it's ginger ale? Yeah. Why don't you have one? I'll bring it tomorrow on the show. Okay. Does it age? I don't know if it... It's I not going to I don't know what it's going to be like three years. <laughs> I don't know how long it's been in there, but it, it's not fresh. Yeah. Well, it's cold, though. Under the terms of the settlement here, Canada Dry agreed to pay $200,000 
but they expressly deny any liability, and they are not required to change anything on the product labeling or advertising. So they did nothing wrong, but they still have to pay $200,000 in this class action lawsuit. Now, you know my ginger ale story. No, what's that? My favorite ginger ale ever. Tell me. Wilkinson's ginger ale. I believe it's from Australia. Never heard of it. You know where I had it? Tokyo. Hiroshima. Oh, wow. So you had some ginger ale, and, and you can't, can you get it in the States? I've never seen it here. Interesting. Interesting. That was good ginger ale. Mm, yeah. Canada Dry says they never tried to mislead anybody, but they'd rather just pay $200,000 to this knucklehead and just get this over with. Made with real ginger. Ginger ale. Hmm. Bunch of people making money on this lawsuit. Oh, our, our girl Wendy Williams is back in the news. Is she fainting? Well, uh, she was just ejected from The Masked Singer, dressed as a giant oh, pair of you lips. Think that's a good idea? Well, if she's someone that has problems getting overheated in costumes. Don't put her in one that covers her head. She'll whole, never make it. The whole body. She, uh, she... Did they just drag her off the stage? She just she, pass out? She just did one, and that was it. You know who passed out? And they never had this happen on the show. They had a, a guy dressed up in a like a gremlin costume. Because of the costume? And the costume was so overheated in there yeah. that he, he tapped out in the middle of the performance. Yeah? Did You didn't hear about this? No. Mickey Rourke. Huh. Mickey Rourke is like halfway through the song. He's like, I got to get out of this thing. And he ripped his head off. I could have sworn you were going to say Mickey Rooney. <laughs> well, Mickey Rooney. Why do you have... Why do you have... A man that's a hundred years old and, and know, dead. Also quite dead, yeah. But if he wasn't dead, let's just assume that he's not dead. He still would have been quite old. <laughs> and there's and you're gonna dress up Mickey Rooney in one of these things where these costumes are probably at least what, thirty pounds? It's, it's, and it probably raises the temperature. Oh my <laughs> god. Then he'd never survive. Group B was the crocodile, the seahorse, the serpent, the whatchamacallit, and the gremlin. I don't know. Maybe I should watch this show. Maybe I'd like it. And the gremlin, just he just tapped out. He just couldn't do it. Look at that costume and tell me how hot you would be in that no, thing. I get it. All of them look like they're hot. Very uncomfortable. Yeah, He was performing Stand By Me by Benny King, and he said, I got to take this thing off right now. <laughs> And while he's trying to take the head off the costume, Nick Cannon, the host of the show, is like, no, you have to keep it on. We're not ready for you to reveal yourself yet. I don't care. We're not talking about the show he's now. Like, I don't care about your show. I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm the Pope of Greenwich Village. They took my thumbs. Yeah, he yanked off the fuzzy purple head to reveal that it was, in fact, a 68-year-old Mickey Rourke. Is he still boxing? At 68, I don't know that that's a great idea. He said, though, that he wanted to appear on The Masked Singer. They asked him, why are you on the show? He said, I was just in the neighborhood. <laughs> I like the show. I watched like four episodes, and they asked me, would you be interested? So, yeah, he's the first and only contestant on the show to self-eliminate. Mickey Rourke had had, had enough, had to, had to check out. Is, is that what it sounds like? Hmm? Is that what it sounds like? Self-eliminate? Oh. <laughs> you throw out that costume. <laughs> yeah. I, I would I would say that there's no chance that thing's getting sold for charity. No, this is no reason to take this to the dry cleaner. 
56-year-old Wendy Williams eliminated last night. She says, I was relieved to at least done one. Because that normally that's not something I don't do. I'm not a singer. I'm not a dancer. I talk. That's what I do. That's why I chose the and list. Not well. Five. 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 Number five. There's this blog, a uh, local blog. It's called Out to Eat with Leo, uh-huh. uh, where Doc goes around to all the great local establishments and gives us his thoughts on what they're up to. And uh, Doc, you were a you were a busy eater this week. Yeah, it's uh. Oh, I put the miles on. Since we last spoke a week ago, and uh, and Doc joins us here Thursday mornings on the on the Dave and Darren show. Since we last spoke, you've been to Duck City Bistro, Oh So Sweet, Gunchies, Central Store, and Floyd's Burgers and Sliders. That's really the gamut of Quad City food. Yeah, I mean it's a uh, it's a pretty good showcasing. Uh, a little bit of variety for everything. Now, do you drive to all these places? Because uh, it might be a good idea to walk. <laughs> I, I'm I'm thinking, you know, maybe I should start <laughs> start walking a little bit more. Or bicycling. Uh, some... Give us a reviews of these uh, local joints in the order that you took them in. Well, that's the. Uh, I'm uh, I'm kind of in the middle of a little bit of a detox and. Uh, my my buddy's down at the central store and uh I've turned me on to some of their the fine wares. Um with a with kind of a big selection of C V D. it's it's been helping out a little bit, so I'm really, really enjoying that. All right. So that was what you got at Central Store. You're not doing beer, but you did C B D at Central Store. Well no no no, I'm still doing beer. Oh, I mean, that's, okay. <laughs> that's part of that's part of the, well, the detox as well. Yeah, you know, I three hundred different plus beers to choose from, so it, it makes it a little bit easier to detox. So, what are you not doing that you're detoxing? <laughs> it's an interesting detox. Let's not, let's not talk about that. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right, loud and clear. I got you. Uh, that, so, um, so, Central Store. What, then, of course, what, what kind of uh, what I kind of beer down, did you get? Hey, Doc, uh, what kind Floyd's of mm. burgers and sliders? Oh, now that's a food truck. That's a food truck. Yeah. Um, it. You know, you drive up to and I swear, it looks like uh, you expect like Cousin Eddie to get out of it and, uh, you know, wave at you, but this, this, this truck has some magic stuff going on. Most incredible food, I've, almost the most incredible food I've ever eaten in my entire life. And what so, food truck uh, is that? that, that it's Floyd's Burgers and oh, Slice. No, I ha- I've seen them around town. Yes, absolutely. They use the yeah. uh, Pink Floyd font on the side of their... Uh, a food truck. That's them, yeah. all right. Yeah, it's got yeah, that dark gotta, side of the moon thing. They're only they're only uh, in service for like another week, so you gotta you gotta check them out. Um, if you go to their Facebook page, they, they got a nice little uh, schedule where they're gonna be. What did you do from Floyd's Burgers and Sliders? I got the uh, the brisket burger, which um, if you're not putting brisket on your burgers from now on, for like the rest of the history, uh, you're doing it wrong. There's oh, <laughs> oh. I, I don't want to think about it right now. I'm getting tears. Okay, he's getting yeah, emotional so the, over the, the, the brisket. The, the ground beef is not enough. <laughs> the brisket is needed as well. Uh, where else did you go? Bri- that should be the, the main condiment on any burger from now on. Brisket as a condiment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, oh, so sweet by Tiffany's was kind of like an apology thing. Um, I My wife showed me a picture of an old high school friend, and I I didn't know what was going on. So I was like, hmm, nice. And, uh, yeah, that's not the words to say to your wife when she's showing you a picture of one high school. 
So this oh. is a female friend of your wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, it was bad. So wait a minute. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Doc, been... doc, 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 doc. Wait. It, 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 this needs more explanation. Your wife is well, on it's... Facebook. She sees a picture of a friend of hers. She shows you the picture, and your reaction was such that you had to go buy dessert, some sweets. Yeah, lots of it. Um, <laughs> lots and lots of it. Did your eyes yeah. pop out of your head like in the cartoons? What did you say that got you in so much trouble? Nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's nice looking. I, you know, she shows me stuff all the time. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, you I didn't. You said more than did, she's nice wrong. looking. There was more to the story, obviously. Well, I mean, you know, there's you know a little you know head nod and a, and a, a smile, I guess you could say. But uh, <laughs> I got myself in enough trouble. <laughs> okay, so those were the only gestures you made. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah I know. <laughs> so then it's off to Oh So Sweet. What'd you get there? Uh, we got the uh, the French silk tart, which was, was for my wife. Um, she told me she was going to leave me for him. Mm. So, Did I, she? As long as I bring those to her like once every other day, I, I think I'll be in the clear for a couple of weeks. Okay, well, at least you know how to get out of the doghouse. That's good. Right. Yeah, I mean, it could be costly, but, you know, <laughs> but better than uh, alimony or child support. So, we'll just keep going on. And then it was off to Gunchies in Davenport. Yeah, Gunchies was kind of a bro date. Um, one, of my, uh, one of my fans has been kind of hounding me for the last six months to go check out their prime rib sandwich. And, uh, wow. Um, if you haven't had a prime rib sandwich from Gunchies, you should probably go today. See, there's a bunch of things at Gunchies I would get before the prime rib sandwich, but you're telling me that's that I, should be at the fir- top of my list. No, yeah, I'm, I mean, you can get anything you want there, but the prime rib you should get a you know a side order. I think it might not be a bad idea to put some prime rib on a prime rib sandwich. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the best. It, it literally just melts in your mouth. It's so good. Uh, now. The Duck City Bistro. I understand you Ooh, went there with your so wife. Fancy. You went there with your wife's uh, friend from Facebook, is what I'm told. Is that true? No. <laughs> I'm just trying no, to get that in was, trouble. Uh, ah, that's a jerk no, move I, on my part. I called in. A, I called in a favor with uh, with Chef uh, Jeremy, uh-huh. and he's like, "You got to come in." So uh, it was kind of a, a daddy and daughter date, and and oh, the nice. wife joined along. Oh, nice. So, uh, and they've got a vast menu. What did you get? What did you get there? Um, you know, for the first five minutes, they were explaining like the specials and and everything, and I'm just sitting there in awe. I I, I wanted everything. I, I just asking, hey, just, you know, just just start throwing stuff on the table, and you know, we'll go from there. Yeah, everything and, uh, everything you mentioned, just bring out to me. <laughs> I'll take one of everything. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I mean, they when you sit down, it, it's it's really amazing how how well they treat you, and uh, yeah, they literally go through you know like the specials and and what's on the menu, and after about two minutes of listening to that, I just yeah, all of that, whatever, whatever, whatever you just said, just all of that. <laughs> exactly. Well, that is again quite the gamut. You you tend to pack in an entire. Uh... I don't know how you get anything else accomplished. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't really. I mean. <laughs> I've kind of given up on all my other hobbies, and now it's just this is your life now, Doc. This is your life. And I thought it was very sweet of you to invite your wife to the uh, uh, daddy-daughter date. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm still trying to make up for the. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, don't feel bad. It's only been a few. It's only been a few days. Any uh, any tip? <laughs> any any like scoops on where you might be going this week? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, um, we're starting. Uh, we're starting fresh this week. Uh, now everybody's starting to debut kind of full stuff and full menus. So. All right, yeah. I guess I guess we'll, we'll have to either find out on the blog or when you join us again next week. Doc from Out to Eat with Leo, appreciate the time. Thanks, Keep up Doc. the good work and uh, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, good luck at home, man. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. Well, that was entertaining. Consider me entertained. That was the top five things podcast. Yeah, I'm full. I think, but uh, if you're not, if you uh, if you need more, you can always become a patron by going to nachoradio.com and uh, becoming a patron there. And then you'll have access to everything we've ever done, over a 1,000 podcasts. And uh, you also get those patron-only podcasts once a month. This podcast was brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. And their goal is to fully understand their clients' needs physically, mentally, and emotionally because they know it's not easy to live with chronic uh, pain and a chronic illness. Their experienced wellness consultants can sit down with you and discuss what options work best for you to make you feel more comfortable. Frequently asked questions are answered at the website ntillinois.com. You're listening to this in the future. So, like, right now, present-day me is... is In anguish. F- well, I'm freaking out about this notion that the White Sox are going to hire Tony La Russa. And you know in the future... Uh, what, what happened? happened? And I'm sitting here. I'm about to puke. Like I'm, I'm genuinely gonna puke. So uh, if you're in the future, uh, let me know what happened. <laughs> How do they do that? Uh, reach out to me on Twitter <laughs> at Dave Vora. Uh, I can't do this. Oh. I should not be this emotionally invested. You're... It's something that is not family and is not going to make me any money. No. I should not be this upset over something that has really nothing to do with me. Other than the fact that I've chosen as an adult to wrap so much of my identity up into something that I can't control. I'm starting to think maybe I just don't need to watch sports anymore. Maybe this is a wake-up call. What the hell am I going to do with my time? Huh? Maybe now I take up the beekeeping. I don't know. There you go. But this is, this is, this is, this is supposed to be fun. This isn't fun. How is this fun for me? It's kind of fun for me. Yeah. No, not not really. I I feel for you, buddy. I don't want it to happen either. I don't. I'm pulling for you, but there's nothing I could do about it. Till we get a chance to do this podcast for you again. Uh, thanks for listening. Hang loose, kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent. This is for the Quad Cities reference spot. Davin Boy. Yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out. Come on. And it just don't stop. East Moline. Yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. Hey, Brian. Want to get the rock out of here? Rock yeah.